You're listening to The Health Classes You Missed. My name is Monica and I'm a secondary school health teacher with a passion for all things health. Whether you're currently at school or you finished 20 years ago, this podcast will help you understand those topics that may have been skimmed over, considered inappropriate or flat out ignored. So sit up straight, faces forward, let's get into it. In this episode, there is mention of mental health conditions and suicide. If you or someone close to you need support, contact Lifeline at any time on 131114. Hello everyone! In today's episode, we are going to be talking about positive and negative self-talk and the effect that your inner critic or inner support person can have on your physical and mental health. I'm really excited today. I got a new desk. I got a new printer. I've got a bit of a different setup here and I'm feeling really good. (laughs) I'm definitely talking positively to myself today, but this topic is something that is quite close to me. I think as someone who has kind of developed an anxiety disorder over, you know, my adult years of life, which I did touch on in my anxiety episode, I have found this to be one of the most effective strategies to kind of dealing with that and kind of understanding exactly how helpful positive talk can actually be for those kinds of conditions as well as just in your everyday life. So this topic is overlooked, I think, and definitely isn't spoken about enough. It's something that is brushed over and it is a huge part of the respectful relationships and understanding kind of yourself and your emotions and things like that. And I have noticed that when I do kind of do those polls on my Instagram, a lot of people do tend to show more interest in these kinds of topics, these kinds of mental health topics or the topics that allow you to understand your emotions, to understand and and unpack, I guess, how you are feeling and how to kind of control that and make sure that you are in control of that. So I know we definitely don't always pay attention to that inner critic or recognize it when we are busy in our lives. And I know we have been more busy than ever before, especially in the last two years over the past few weeks, as especially if you have been living in Melbourne or in Australia in general and have been kind of locked up for all that time. We've come out now and it is, you know, life, I feel it too, has just hit us all at once. All this stuff is happening. It's Christmas time. It's the busiest time of year anyway. So I guess now more than ever, it is really important to make sure we are noticing what is going on with our mental health. It is crucial to take a break and to pay attention to that little voice in our heads because when we are on autopilot, we definitely don't pay attention to our thoughts enough or about what we are actually thinking at any given time. So what is self-talk? Self-talk is your internal dialogue. Now, that's that little voice in your head that nobody else can hear. It's influenced by our subconscious mind, and it generally reveals our thoughts, our beliefs, 
any questions we might have and our ideas, but it can be really about anything. It can be about tasks that we're doing or that we have to do. It can be about random observations about the environment or certain situations we're in, or it can just be thoughts about ourselves or about other people. Now it's called self-talk because that's exactly what we're doing. We're talking to ourselves in our heads. As mentioned, it can be both positive and negative and everyone will experience both of these aspects of self-talk. So we're starting off talking about negative self-talk. The first step to understanding our thoughts is to pay attention to them and then you have to challenge them. When we talk about negative self-talk, we think about our inner voice as an inner critic. Now, this can be okay sometimes as we talk about soon, but when you only talk to yourself in a negative way or are overly harsh in your thoughts, this can be really damaging. Your inner critic may sound like a critical parent, maybe a friend from the past, Maybe it's something someone said to you before and now you are saying to yourself. It can cause you to catastrophize, to blame yourself, to have feelings of regret, but it can take many, many forms as well. For example, you might say things to yourself like, I am not good at this, I can never do anything right, I'm not smart enough or I'm not good enough, I hate myself or I hate the way that I look, I hate this particular part about me, uh, I was so dumb when this happened or I that was really stupid of me when that happened. There can be so many different ways that you can say really negative things and you may not even realize how negative they are or how bad they are at the time. So according to Healthline, there are generally four categories when we talk about negative self-talk or negative thinking. The first one is personalizing. Now this means that we blame ourselves for everything. So it doesn't matter if things are out of your control, everything comes back to you and what you've done which of course isn't true in so many situations. The second is magnifying. And this means that we focus on negative aspects of a situation, ignoring any or all of the positives. The third is catastrophizing. So that means that we expect the worst and we rarely let any kind of logic or reason tell us otherwise. The fourth is polarizing. So this is when you see the world in black and white or good and bad. There's no real in between or no kind of gray area for processing or categorizing life situations or events. So you may experience this kind of thinking or this kind of self-talk in just one of these categories, or maybe you experience all of these categories. It doesn't matter. They will all affect you in a negative way, which is I guess really important to understand, especially in terms of our mental health. So what are the actual effects that this negative self-talk has? This kind of self-talk firstly is so limiting. When you tell yourself something enough, you begin to believe it. Now, if you're saying these things every day to yourself, like I'm not smart enough, maybe you're at school and it's for maths or something, you're never going to get better at maths if you keep telling yourself that you're no good at it. So you'll limit your ability to believe in yourself and to reach your potential. As I said, this can be about anything. It could be about school, about your health and your goals towards your health, maybe your friendships or your other kind of intimate relationships. 
So often people focus on the negative and therefore block themselves from being able to get where they are supposed to be. Some people call these limiting beliefs. There's a really good book recommendation that I can give here. It's called Limitless. Um, it's all about breaking down those limiting beliefs just so you can reach your full potential, which is so important. So as I said, some of these examples might be, I can't run, I'm not a runner, say for a fitness goal. You try less, you do less, you're limiting yourself. Maybe you tell yourself you don't deserve your partner or you don't deserve your friend and that causes you to push people away or act in a way that is out of character or is self-sabotaging. Maybe you tell yourself that you look bad or that you're ugly or that you are, this is going back into the last episode, not as pretty as people around you or those you see online, you believe it, you focus on your flaws, that is only ever going to affect you in a negative way. So I guess overall, these thoughts stop you from being able to make positive changes in your life. If of course that is what you're looking for, and I'm assuming that if you are one of those people that is very, very kind of focused on the negative, you probably wanna change that because it's not a nice headspace to be in. We've all experienced negative thoughts and negative emotions before. There's that saying that if you think about a yellow car, you'll see them everywhere you go. This is something called the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. And I guess in short, it's a frequency bias. So it's when your awareness of something increases and that leads you to believe it's actually happening more. So relating it to this positive and negative self-talk, if you think about negative things or focus on the negative, you are likely to see or you're likely to experience negativity. It's kind of like that you are what you eat saying, but it's you are what you think, I guess. So you are focusing on those negative things, those negative aspects. When you look in the mirror, say, and you keep telling yourself, I don't like my hair or I don't like my body shape, whatever it is, you're gonna look in the mirror and you're going to notice that. That's gonna be the first thing that you look at and you're going to be looking at that in a negative way. It's the same as, you know, if you say you're not good at something, could use sport as an example, maybe. You're not going to say, I'm terrible at kicking goals and then go kick 10 goals. It's going to affect your success, your performance, and reaching your potential. We're halfway through the episode, and that means that it's time for a brain break. I've actually got a new brain break for you today. This one is all about being kind to yourself. Take 30 seconds now to say five nice things to yourself. You might say something like, I love myself for who I am. I believe in myself. I accept myself. This practice has been shown to boost self-esteem, awareness, and motivation. Give it a go now. So what are the consequences of negative self-talk? One study found that negative thoughts increase the risk of mental health problems. 
It can lead to decreased motivation as well as feelings of helplessness. It's also, as I said, it's linked to depression. So this is really, really important to take seriously if maybe you are someone that does experience a lot of negative thinking. It's also been shown that those who engage in negative self-talk have higher levels of stress. And not only this, but it affects your ability to capitalize or even recognize opportunities. Now, if you're seeing the worst in all situations, this is something called pessimism. And I talked about this in my last episode, your perception and your behaviors will change in a negative way. You are less likely to go after what you want because you don't really recognize those opportunities. But even if you do, you are less likely to have kind of the confidence or the ability to be successful. We do not give our mind enough credit in this way. We talk about mind over matter when we're exercising or when we're doing things like that, that maybe are physically hard. This is important in every aspect of your life. Some other consequences include limited thinking. So the more you say that you can't, the more that you believe you can't. You know, how many opportunities in our lives do we need to believe in ourselves? These are things like exams maybe sport, public speaking, school in general, going to social situations. It's so important to think in a positive manner in order to get through these things that we inevitably have to do within our lives. Another consequence is perfectionism and pressure. So you can begin to set unrealistic expectations or goals that are not achievable and put an overload of pressure on yourself. Now, I've definitely caught myself doing this at university and during sport over the years, and it never results in getting better. It just causes stress. And even when you do a good job, you are less happy because you pick it apart because it's not perfect. And why isn't it perfect? Because it can never be. Perfectionism doesn't exist. Small reminder there for you as well. Another one is feelings of depression and other mental health conditions. So I know that I just touched on the fact that it can lead to heightened depression. Of course, if this is left unchecked, you may only get worse and lead yourself into really damaging thoughts or having that really damaging thought spiral. This, of course, can also lower self-esteem, can lead to feelings of anxiety and depression, and can even cause people to become suicidal or have suicidal thoughts. The last one I'm going to talk about is relationship challenges. So it can cause you to feel quite needy, insecure, and extremely self-critical. Negative talk can become kind of like a habit that's really hard to break. And of course, if you're the type of person that's constantly focusing on the negativity, this can cause a bit of a lack of communication between you and the people in your life and can cause you to become critical of others too, which may mean that you are not the best person to hang around which of course can also be something that's really, really hard to swallow, but it is important to be aware and to self-reflect on that. Now we're going to go ahead and talk about positive self-talk. So we've learned about the bad stuff. Let's talk about the good stuff. This, of course, is something that we have to practice, especially if you're the type of person that kind of has those negative feelings automatically. As I mentioned before, we need to actively work to challenge our negative self-talk, to emphasize positivity and optimism within our lives. Now, our personality is what determines our overall self-talk. 
If you are a naturally optimistic or positive person, you will find it easier to be more hopeful and positive within your thoughts. On the contrary, if you struggle with seeing the positive or have more of a pessimistic view on life, you may find it harder to have that positive thinking. Now this is important because positive thinking and optimism have been shown to be effective in stress management and a study from 2010 showed that optimistic people actually have a better quality of life. It's so important to understand that if you, it doesn't matter what position you're in, what's happening to you, what, you know, is going on in your life at the time, you always have the choice to think about the good in a situation. And that doesn't mean, as I said in my last episode, never feeling sad or never feeling angry or anything like that. It just means taking the opportunity that you have to really focus on the good and you will see your life and your situation as better. You will feel happier. And that is, of course, what most people want out of life. We want to be happy. We want to be content with what we have. That is also, of course, about feeling grateful and feeling gratitude for what we have as well. So what is so good about it? What's so good about positive thinking and positive self-talk? Obviously, I've just talked about a couple things, but another reason it is so good for us is because it can enhance our performances and our general well-being. And when I talk about performances, I mean in, you know, sport, in education, in our work, whatever it is. I actually learned the importance of this in a psychology of sport unit at uni, the way that you talk to yourself when you're performing a specific movement or a specific skill is crucial to the success of that movement or skill. So for example, let's say you're playing AFL footy, you're going for a goal, you tell yourself, you know, I'm going to kick it straight, I'm going to kick it strong. You say the words, you know, kick strong, through straight, whatever it is, this helps you complete it successfully. So another example is say you are sitting an exam or, you know, these are kind of those big stressful situations in our lives. If you're sitting there and you're saying, I am no good at this, I don't know this question, maybe you've just opened the book and you've gone, oh my gosh, I know none of this. Your recall for that information or your ability to find that information, whether you really do know it or not, is then limited because you have told yourself you do not know it. And maybe you do and you can and you can do it. And making that shift to saying, yes, I can, I'm going to try my best. It doesn't matter what I do or don't know as long as I'm trying my best, you will be so much better off for it. Some other benefits of positive self-talk include the ability for it to help us reduce our stress. So optimistic thinking results in being able to actively cope better in life. I just actually did an episode on this. So if you haven't listened to that, I highly recommend it. It all kind of goes hand in hand, all of these respectful relationship kind of topics. Another benefit is it boosts our confidence and our resilience. So it helps you to achieve your goals. It gives you higher self-esteem, greater life satisfaction, as I talked about just then. When you focus on the good, that good is going to get better. So when you are focusing on all those great things, not only about yourself, but about your achievements, about your life, you are likely to feel way more content with what you have, what you've achieved, and what you look like. Another one is it helps build relationships. So people who are positive, who are self-assured, and who are content in who they are can affect the people around them in a very positive way. It's also easier to cooperate and work with others. 
as well as achieve positive outcomes, which of course is so important for work, for school, and for any kind of social relationship as well. So how do we minimize the negative self-talk and build upon the positive? The first thing I'm going to talk about is catching yourself. This is about pinpointing the times when you are most critical of yourself and kind of challenging what you've said. So if you catch yourself saying something negative, stop for a second and challenge it. Try and think of yourself as maybe a younger version of you. So would you say it to your 12 year old self or would you say it to a friend? It can help to name this other voice. And I know that that sounds a little bit weird and maybe a little bit woo woo, but even challenging that voice using another name can help you kind of de-identify from that negative talk. And it can make you feel like that's not me. This is how I talk. This is what I think about myself. That voice, that's someone else. And that's really, that can be really, really helpful. So challenging your thoughts in this way can help to build resilience and can actually change your mindset. Don't be afraid to stop and really think about where this thought has come from. For example, you could ask yourself, where has it come from? Is it based on fact or on opinion? Why do I believe it? And is it true? Think about the times that go against that negative belief or thought afterwards. So you're gonna question it, you're gonna challenge it, Then I want you to think about the times that you have done things or maybe said things that go against that negative belief. So this could be kind of anytime someone has thanked you for something, anytime you've achieved something that you thought you couldn't, maybe you did something nice for someone else, or maybe it's a success that you've had, whether that's a big success or a small success, it doesn't matter. Find something that goes against it. And that just reiterates to you that this isn't true that doesn't limit me and I am actually capable of doing the things that I am telling myself that I can't. The second is to check in with your feelings. So this is all about evaluating and self-reflecting. And I talk about this quite a bit, but one way to do this is to put on a timer for five minutes, write down how you're feeling, maybe about yourself or about a certain situation. And this is all about just writing. Don't think, don't stop writing, whatever it is. It doesn't matter if it makes sense or not. Then afterwards, look at what you've written and rewrite your kind of journal entry or whatever you want to call it in a more positive way. So you could highlight any kind of negative sections and redo them so that they are now encouraging. Then I think it's important to read it aloud and make sure that you really take it in in that kind of opposite positive way. Number three is to surround yourself with positive people. And I'm sure we've all heard this before, but whether or not you notice it, we absorb the energy, the outlook, and the emotions of the people around us. And this can, of course, be negative energy or positive energy. It's really, really important to find people who make you feel good about life, about life situations, and about yourself. Number four is to practice positive affirmation. So I recently put up a video on my Instagram about saying five nice things to yourself every morning. You sit down in the mirror and say five things that maybe you like about yourself or things that have been going well for you recently. And this could be anything. Some examples might include, I have the power to change my mind. Even though I didn't get the outcome I hoped for, I learned a lot about myself. I am capable, I am strong, 
A good one helping me recently is I can't control what other people do, say, or think. I can only control myself. I am proud of myself is another good one. I can only do my best today. Tomorrow is a new day. It's also good to kind of post small reminders, maybe in your room or anywhere you spend a lot of time. Seeing these positive words can sometimes be all you need to redirect your thoughts and put yourself on track for a positive mindset. And last but not least, number five is to reach out for help. Now, sometimes these negative thoughts can get out of control and mental health conditions such as depression and anxiety, they need to be treated properly. So if this is something that you feel like you are struggling with, or if that negative self-talk is getting to the point where maybe you are having quite dangerous thoughts, for example, those thoughts of suicide, hurting yourself or hurting other people, please reach out, talk to a trusted friend or adult or a mental health professional. You could also reach out to Lifeline on 131114 as well. At the end of the day, this is all about taking care of yourself and taking care of your mind. It might seem like a lot of information right now, but I encourage you to try and break it down into smaller steps. So doing one thing every day that makes you feel better mentally. Talk to your friends, compliment a stranger, do something nice for someone else, and just in general, open up this conversation surrounding mental health and the way that we talk to ourselves. That is all from me today. I hope that you feel more informed about the topic of self-talk and you're able to use some of these strategies in your everyday life. I will be posting some more challenges on my Instagram at the health classes you miss, so make sure you're following me to keep up to date with that. I hope everyone stays safe and I'll be back in your ears very soon. See you later.